This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, and so we do a podcast. Why the hell not? It's Wednesday. Al, what's up? Why wouldn't we do a podcast, I agree. Jerry? I that totally be, agree. We'd be damned if we didn't do this podcast. I agree. I had to uh, hire a second dog walker, Jerry. Why? Uh, because my first dog walker is not available the uh, today and tomorrow. So oh, I had to okay. hire a second dog. So now I have multiple people with keys to my home. That's right. Isn't that weird? Does that freak you out a little bit? No. All right. Well, I don't know why good. it doesn't. Can you, well, can you lock from the inside a key that they don't have? Uh, no, but I have, like, uh, I have one of those... Yeah, so you have some thing. resistance. I do, yeah. I also don't think that uh, the the, I'm sure the two women fine. that walk my dog, I'm sure you're fine. Uh, we're gonna break in. Yes. I also, I don't have anything of value in my home. Uh, well, to you maybe, but to others, someone's yeah, garbage know, is about, someone's treasure. I think about that sometimes. Like, what do I have even in my home that is not well, replaceable? All your Apple stuff. I suppose. Well, but that is but that's prime. the good but that's the good thing about keeping like older models. Like my if someone stole my iPad, I'd be like, ah, I was I needed an update anyway. Fair enough. But it you used do to, have earbuds and I I guess yeah, you're right. You're flat right. screens. There are things people want. Yeah, I always wonder. I wonder about the flat screens now because that used to be like a big thing. You'd get your TV stolen. Yeah. But now it's like. Go buy another one for six hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, the flat screens aren't that expensive. No, they're not. And they're, they'd be harder to get out of somebody's house. You True, know what I mean? Because they're big in most cases. Yeah, but it used to be like you you would think people would break into your house, take your TV, take your stereo. Imagine yeah. someone taking your stereo now. Not anymore. What, are you going to take my Alexa device? Your stereo is not your phone. You're right. I mean, honestly, you play your Spotify into a speaker. Yeah. That's all it is. I, it's funny to me when you say this because, and as I've told you before, when I was uh, doing that broadcasting situation in Chatham, I was robbed. You were. Uh, and we lost all of our computers. But I had the same, and funny enough, oh, ironic enough, funny, sad, whatever word you want to use, um, ADT was coming three days after they took everything. To put in a system for scheduled. you? Yeah, well, it, I had it scheduled. But I remember talking to my father, like, do I even need an alarm? Like, what do I need an alarm for? There's five computers in here, nothing else. And he's like, well, yeah, the computers. I'm like, I guess. So I scheduled it, and two days later... Uh, they took everything. <laughs> Absolutely everything. The thieves took everything. Yeah, they took everything on me. So 
And I would love to have had a camera on that to see what that looked like. How they ran in, grabbed five computers. Because the computer monitors weren't flat screens like they are now. They were gigantic computer monitors. Gigantic, heavy computer monitors. And they took it all. They didn't leave anything. Yeah, like you're not going to steal my dresser out of my house. You know what I mean? Like a robber? I wouldn't think so. A robber? Like if someone broke in my house, what are they taking? Your sex toys. Well, those are those are irreplaceable. And used. <laughs> if you want, listen, if you want my used sex toys, have at it. If you want my real doll that I have up in my closet. <laughs> What's her name? <laughs> Vanessa? If you, I like when people say this whenever they get robbed or something. They go, if they needed it more than me, have at it. <laughs> Yeah, I've used that phrase in certain you have. occasions. Yes. Listen, yeah. if they listen, if uh, they stole my hot dog, they needed it more than me. Good for them. Yeah, I That's don't think I in say. that case. Not for a hot dog. No, I think I've you know whether it's even been twenty bucks or fifty yeah. bucks, whatever. There's certainly different times of the year where money is slightly tight because of bills, right? And yet you still have something you got to pay for a donation or an event. Listen, they need it more than we do. It's fine. We'll figure right. it out. Have at it. Yeah. Well, I don't say have at it, but you know, we'll figure it out. It's okay. Hmm. Yeah. So now I got it's just people all around town running around with keys to my place. Yeah. You're the whore of Bradley Beach. Yeah. People just come hmm. and go in your apartment. I do feel better that it's two women that have keys and not like guys are scuzzy. Uh, yes. I don't trust them. You don't trust them. You trust the women more than them. I trust the women. Plus, women that love pets and animals so much that's that true. they want to care for them. That's a very good point. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's a different kind of person. Did you find, when you were looking for dog walkers, did you find that the majority of them were female? I did. Or was it a 50-50? No, I saw the majority were female. I wonder why that is. Yeah, I don't know. I think, yeah, I don't know. Because I feel like in New York City, you see guys walking multiple yeah. dogs yeah. more than you see the women. And yet you're saying in Jersey it's different. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't know why it's interesting. I did look on Rover. There's like an app called Rover. I did I just I did glance there, but yeah. I ended up going not with Rover. Because something looks suspicious on Rover. There looked to be a lot of overly hot women wanting to walk your dog. That doesn't seem right. It just didn't seem right. Yeah. Not that beautiful women can't walk your dog. Are you sure you weren't on the site Bend Over? <laughs> Rover? But it looked abnormally like these were women that there was nothing in their profile that made you think they liked dogs. Like the the woman who walks my da- dog most of the time. She was a vet tech for many, many mm-hmm. years. She is involved in dog rescue. She... You know, I mean, she's immediately you felt like she loved the animals, and, and she was, knows what and, she's yes. doing. She's a lot of experience with animals, and and is and it, I. Plus, I saw her all around town walking everybody else's dogs. Is so I it thought possible? That's the I'm being serious when I ask all this right. question. Is it possible that the website you were looking at was a cover for like prostitution or something? No, but what I was thinking is that not that Rover would do that because Rover is a legit website. It is okay, but I had the vibe that some women were posting profiles on there as a way to get people to contact them and then they can talk them into Yeah, but the problem liaisons. is you do that, then you show up and you're a completely different person. How do you trust them if they lied right from, I don't the, know. Right from the start? Because I also think that if you're a single guy and you need a dog walker, maybe you're looking for a hot chick to right, walk Right, but then dog. when she shows up and she's a different person. Oh, so you're saying that like the that. person on Rover. Wouldn't you be like, who are you? Yeah. 
But it also made me think, like, how do people pick out babysitters for children? Uh, That's well, wild to me that they have those websites where you can find the care.com is one. Yeah. Where you can babysitters, uh, caretakers for your elderly parents or grandparents. Yeah, I would not trust that. Yeah. I would need a recommendation. I would need more than a recommendation. We've never, we've been lucky in that because until recently, both of our parents, um, both my dad and my mom and Kim's parents were all alive. They were uh, always ready, willing, and eager yes. to help. And not only that, also my brother, my sister, her we've always had help. And I don't think, I could be wrong, but I don't think anybody but family has watched our kids. Now, at this point, it's different because the kids are big. I don't mean it now. But I mean when they were infants or even up to like four, five, six years old. We've been very lucky in that. We've, like, we've never hired a babysitter. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, that would be a tough one. I'd be very worried. Yeah. And I know my sisters babysat when they were younger, but they babysat family, friends, sure. kids. Sure. And then to think, like 12-year-old girls that babysit. Now, when we were kids, that was very normal. And I do know a couple of 12-year-olds that babysit. And I'm thinking, you're, who are you babysitting? Right. You're 12. And you've realized, no, you know what? They, they can handle it. And they got a phone. They can make a call if there's a problem. You really just want them to make sure everything's safe. Well, it's funny you say that because my sister left her kid at home the other day. Yeah. And when she told me he was home, I was like, in my head, I was like, by himself? He's How 12. Old? Yeah. That's about right. <laughs> but you're saying like 12 used to also be able to watch yes. babies. A six-year-old. Yeah. Or a four-year-old. For sure. Yeah. We're at the point now contemplating, you know, and I don't know where where or when this will happen, but I mean, clearly we don't. We don't need the babysitters anymore because Matthew's going to be 17. I mean, that's long gone for a couple of years now. You know, now you get to a point, uh, you know, when is it okay to leave him home overnight? Yes. Because clearly he's capable of it. He's a 17, for Christ's sake, and could be going to college next year away somewhere. So I'm not worried about him. But then it's like, you know, the responsibility of him with a 12-year-old overnight, that kind of gets a little weird. I don't know. I'm not really sure where we're at with that. But in terms of him, he's fine. Right. And it just, it's also strange. You go from, you know, they're 12, 13, they're still kids, but they're kind of in that in between age. And then before you know it, you're 16 driving a car with a permit. It's like, whoa, when did this happen? Yes, it's a quick jump. It really, it really is because it seems like, like when they start playing t ball at five years old. You feel like they're little. They're five. They're little. Six, little. Seven, little. Eight, little. All right, the game starts to become really much better at like nine, but they're still little kids. And all of a sudden, that jump from 12 to 15, I know it's three years, but that seems so extreme as opposed to five to 11. It's it's just, it's different. Yeah, there's a short window of years there where puberty really kicks in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No question. And man, manliness happens. Yeah. That's like when you said, when you're living, you're hanging out at Gina's house, and all of a sudden you're looking at her son like, there's two men in this house. He's a man. Like, this is not your son. This is a dude. Right. There's some dude in here. Yeah. Who's this dude? Right. Uh, it's my son. Hmm. Uh, Jerry, you're familiar with the rock band Nirvana? I've heard of them, You've yes. heard of uh, They had a big album a number of years ago. Uh, the Their album, their biggest album, of course, was Nevermind. Right, sure. Which was actually their second record. Now, you'll recall, Jerry, on the album cover, there was a baby swimming underwater. Yes. Uh, heading towards like a hook of some sort, right? Yep. Well, that baby is suing 
Nirvana. So I didn't read this story. So yeah. help me out with this. Weird. I would think the parents had to have signed some sort of release. He says they didn't. They didn't. He also says uh, that they were told that when he was a baby that uh, it was going that his penis was going to be covered up and it was not. Right. He's suing them, Jerry, for child sexual exploitation. That's not what that was. No. That was not child sexual exploitation. I find it very hard to believe. Forget Nirvana. I find it incredibly hard to believe that the record company and the record company's lawyers don't have something signed from his parents. I'm sorry. I don't buy that. There's no way. Wouldn't you want to be the Nirvana baby? I would think so. I would. Yeah, I would think so. I wish I was the Nirvana baby. Plus, that was, what, 91? It wasn't 1951. Right. Like, it was a different time when in law, and there's no way. Because I saw a magazine article whenever it was some sort of anniversary of that album where they had the, that, who's now a guy now, the baby. Yeah. He seemed to be thrilled that he was Nirvana baby. Well, maybe someone got in his ear and said, you know what, you could sue them for seven right. figures. Right. You know, certainly very possible. Yeah. And I, I would almost guarantee you, if they don't find that paperwork, he'll make a lot of money. It is a weird album cover to have a naked yes. baby swimming in it. But it, also, I would like to be Nirvana baby. Yeah, it is neat. It's like being the Heinz, not Heinz, um, the uh, the diapers, the Pampers baby. Right. Heinz. Where the hell did that come from? You would the ketchup baby. Yeah, but I'm not thinking of ketchup. I'm not eating anything. Oh. I meant Pampers. Moron. Yes. Um, yeah, to be any of the, any famous baby i guess craig was here i got my mind on food now yeah starving hmm. now we're starving jerry the gerber baby they have a new one the gerber baby i believe that gerber baby is like 80 years old now i think they have a new gerber baby now i would think the best baby to be would be nirvana baby like that's an iconic rock baby you're yeah, i think nirvana gerber's baby. done okay too though yeah but it's not and i like, bet you they pay you residuals every year you probably could have picked up chicks going i'm nirvana baby mm, i don't know about that i really don't really I don't know when. I mean, you tell me. Uh, so it's at least a conversation. It's starter. a conversation starter. Figure when you're 20 years old in 2011, are you picking up girls saying you're I, maybe? Saying I I'm guess. Nirvana I, baby. Let's put it this way: you go to a Foo Fighters concert. Yes. Yes, I'd be like, oh, absolutely. Oh, you like Foo Fighters? You know that this dude is me. Used to be in Nirvana, and this is me. I was Nirvana baby. Yeah, I in the right setting. I think you're right. Yeah. I don't think you could walk into a Carol King concert though. And say, Until, no. Nirvana baby? I don't think so. I don't think so. But I yeah. would legally change my name to Nirvana, Nirvana baby. baby. Be like Ron Artest. Here's Metal World Peace and Nirvana baby. <laughs> oh, you know who's starting at the company today? That uh, Nirvana baby. Uh, oh, what's his name? No, that's his name. Nirvana no, it's baby. Nirvana baby. He's coming in. He's going to be... Uh, He's going to be shadowing you for a couple weeks uh, as, as he gets his... Now, would you go first name, middle name? So Nirvana baby Dukes or just Nirvana baby? I'd be Nirvana baby Cobain. You know what you could be? Because this would fit into today's um, music. Yeah. You could be, duh, Nirvana baby. Oh, <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> oh, my God. If I was a new rap star, duh, Nirvana baby. <laughs> that is awesome. There's little baby, there's duh, baby, and there's duh, Nirvana baby. <laughs> or you really take all of them, or you go, duh, little Nirvana baby. <laughs> exactly. Wow. <laughs> yes. You really confuse people. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That would be pretty good. That's a new rap name, Jerry. <laughs> and uh, let me leave you with one final story, Jerry. Uh, this comes from Australia. An Australia man almost died because he had so much poop in him, and he hadn't pooped for two weeks. So this actually happened to a kid I knew 
It's really? Funny you say that? Yes. Boy, Not played, Nirvana, baby. I no, hope. No, no, no. When I played baseball with him, I was probably twelve or thirteen, and we knew their family relatively well. And he had he went to the hospital with massive stomach pains, and he they got him through it and everything. And I'll never forget when we first saw them after he got out once they came to the first practice. We were like, "Hey, so what was the diagnosis? You okay? Yeah, I'm fine." And the father goes, "Yeah, he was full of crap. Like <laughs> literally, like what? Like you heard me." And then he explained it. Yeah. Wow, that sucks. Impacted stools. A scan of the man's abdomen revealed he was suffering from massive fecal compaction. That's horrible. And it put increased pressure on his abdomen. Yeah, I'm sure it did. And you had to imagine how bloated he must have felt. Well, that's what it said. It says, uh, this is a doctor speaking. The scan revealed his fecal matter had become so backed up it had distended his large intestine and put pressure on his right artery. Yeah. Iliac artery. The pressure caused pain in his leg as well as paralysis of his leg. Yeah, you know what? There's a lot going on inside you. That sounds terrible. They had to go to surgery to remove the fecal matter. Metamucil wasn't doing that, huh? Was not doing it. Ooh. That's two. Li- now, this is from Australia. They deal in liters, not gallons, Jerry. Uh, two liters of feces was removed. Oh, my God. Ugh. Imagine what that surgery stunk like. He was in intensive care for four days and then sure 13, another 13 days to walk again. They don't know why this was a buildup. Who knows? Something he ate, you know? Who knows? A science magazine at the time noted that constipation on this scale can be incredibly dangerous. In 2015, a teenage girl with a phobia of toilets died after holding in a bowel movement for eight weeks. Come on. The buildup led to her chest cavity becoming compressed, and wow. she died of a heart attack. I guess you end up getting to a point of no return there, huh? Yeah. Where you're almost too embarrassed to go to the hospital. Right. And yet you got to be fearing for your life, though. Yes. Fecal matter, Jerry. That's rough. Fecal matter. Yeah, I hear you. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. Yeah. Now, you and I are back tomorrow, Thursday. A uh, normal spot tomorrow. G's you're in your back. normal spot. G- a Boomer and Geo are back. Yeah. You and I will be doing the warm-up. Then you and I are both off Friday. We are. So there will be no warm-up show. Correct. I should be going to Maryland, but that was canceled. That was canceled. Yeah. So no warm-up show Friday. No warm-up show Friday. And me and Sal next week. Oh, nice. Yes. That'll be a good show. Yeah. Do I do the warm-up show if I got Sal here? I don't know. Five hours. No, it's too much, Jerry. It's too much. This is the summer of Jerry. I know, but there's a part of me that feels like we, you know, if one of us is here, we should do it. Do it with Flegelman? We'll see. We're going to ride in tomorrow morning listening to Fleegelman oh, right. doing the uh, overnight two show. two to five? Two to five. Right, I'll give it a listen on my way in. And we'll decide from there. Sounds good. All right. We will uh, see you tomorrow. Until Sounds then, good. the warm-up show. So. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. New York Sports is on the fan. 1019 FM and the Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. 
don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. It's a Wednesday, and that's a good thing for most people because that means you're a couple days closer to the weekend. What do you say we do this? We got the Eddie Schizzeri, and across to my straight and left, sort of, uh, my pal over there, his name is Al Wandy Dukes. What up, dude? Good morning, Jerry. I was listening to uh, the McCartan in the Morning show, she calls herself now. McCartan in the Morning. I thought she should fill in when Gio's out. It could be Boomer and McCartan. There you go. In the morning. In the morning. And then in the afternoons when Craig's out, it could be McCartan and Roberts. <laughs> See what I did there, Jerry? See, now that's funny. Boomer and McCartan. <laughs> McCartan and Roberts. <laughs> I like McCartan and Roberts. That's yeah. funny. <laughs> that would be a seamless uh, filling. Yeah. Wouldn't even know the difference. You could still play Carton and Roberts on the fan. And just go, muh. Right. <laughs> right before the jingles. Just have McMonagle just open the mic. Muh. Muh. Carton and Roberts. That's funny. On the fan. Look at you. Look at you. I, I was, like uh, you wearing the Rolling Stones shirt today. Thank you, Jerry. In tribute to Mr. Charlie Watts. And I'm wearing Ready to Roll in honor of Stu Finer, who has not passed away. Uh, he's still alive. Just that he sent his shirts, and I like this one. People are always surprised when a Rolling Stone passes away, and it's not. The guy not, was 80. And it, but no, I'm saying when it's not Keith Richards. Oh. Like he, he keeps. Keeping on. Keeping on. Yeah. Hey, good for him. No, it's things, though. We're not allowed to play Rolling Stone songs on CBS Sports Network. Why? I don't know. They have some sort of weird deal where no we, we were told we can't play Rolling Stones or Beatles songs. No Beatles for either. TV. No kidding. And this is a day where it's going to hurt, Jerry. So I guess. Well, I, I don't know that anybody's listening to us for the music. But no, it but I been like a nice to touch. I like to tribute the when people pass. As the great George Harrison says, Jerry, all things must pass. We don't tribute people when they're alive. It's weird. I tribute them. I guess. I mean, when's the last time you gave a tribute to the Rolling Stones? Been a while. Right. They, I mean, they've been still alive for a while. Right. So we'll do that here, Jerry, on the warm-up show, which is not on television. Uh, sounds good to we'll me. We'll play some Rolling Stones uh, tunes. So I'm trying to think of ones that have solid drumming. Okay. Charlie Watts. Is it Wasn't Gimme Shelter one of those bridge packs we had for years and years, Eddie? What's a bridge pack mean? The music, the rejoins, right? Yes, that was one. That was a big one. Rejoins from Mets games or something? No, for just the radio the, station. Oh, just for the radio we station. We had like 12 rejoins. or 13 carts that had five or six different rejoins yeah. on each one. And you guys and just, you just beat them to death? Them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they would switch them up once in a while. But like Gimme Shelter, I believe it was the label was green, was white with the green outline, if I remember correctly. I don't know why I remember that. Jerry, if you look, Rolling Stones have a lot of songs. No, I have tons of songs. Tons which, of songs. Which was fascinating listening to Evan not be able to name any. Oh, uh, yeah, that was embarrassing. I was listening to that yesterday. I mean, Greg had to give him, like, word clues. Yes. And like, then he did it with you, too. I mean, my God. Freddie had to, he, Craig had to go jumping jack. I, he did get Flash. Flash. He did and get now, that one. To Evan's credit, I did like his comparison with Craig with the sports. It's like you know it, but you don't know it. Right, when someone gives you the answer, you go, right. Absolutely. Right. Exactly right. Your bets, by the way, Jerry, yesterday were way Horrible, off. horrible, horrible. I Listen, I was on a tear. I hit nine in a row. I think eight of nine or nine in a row. I forget. To where I, and I'll be happy to show you. I pulled a lot of money out. I was doing very well. Last night was a disaster. You told us yesterday that you thought, thought the, the Mets, Mets would, win. would win and the Yankees would lose. Yes. Andrew Haney wasn't awful. And uh, Tyler McGill gave up a million home runs, and the Mets' offense is disgusting. There's nothing else to say. I put my realize... entire 401k on those bets. Oh, cool. So you're going to work till 75 now. <laughs> awesome. Do you realize the Mets did not get a runner to second base until the fifth inning? And I'm not counting Tyler McGill, who had a double. Forget him. The, the actual guys that get paid to hit. Oh, the hitters themselves. They didn't have one guy to second base until the fifth inning. 
I mean, what, are we, what are you doing? They well, suck. Jerry Francisco Lindor returned last night. I thought that was going to be a big thing. He was 0 for 4. 0 for 4. Javi I- Baez, 0 for. Michael Conforto, 0 for. J.D. Davis, 0 for. You know what that combines for the four of them? 0 for 13. Get out. Get out. I mean, good you Lord. You suck. Get out. But, then it, but again, it comes back to the same thing we've talked about for a month. You can lose. They're boring. They don't get no one on base. They don't score any runs. Ugh, ugh, ugh. I did think of you, though, watching the highlights of the uh, Mets-Giants game. There's a fella on the Giants named Brandon, Brandon Belt. Brandon Belt, yes. Brandon Belt. He hit two, run, who, two home runs yesterday. And I think he, first pitch in the first inning for him. And uh, he almost didn't play because his grandmother passed away, Jerry. Um, and the manager, Gabe Kapler, says... I couldn't help but feel like something powerful was at play there when he hit that first yeah, home run. Yeah, he was run. focused. It was really because he dedicated the game to his grandmother, so he was locked in. It reminded me of you, though, and, like, I was like, you know, Brandon Belt maybe saw, like, oh, here we go, a blue jay or a butterfly and said, there's my grandmother, let me hit home runs for her. <laughs> and then you go. Why do you do this to me? It's a bird, you moron. <laughs> Yes. I did think of you, though, when I saw that, oh, that he's sure dedicated he to the grandmother. Yeah, no, listen. He was focused. He was locked in. He got, I mean, the pitch he hits in the first inning is a fastball right down the middle of the plate, for Christ's sake. His grandmother <laughs> Come on. S- sent that pitch right to yeah, him. Yeah, right. Fastball. That's what it was. She actually invaded Tyler McGill's body, and she whipped the arm through with a nice flat fastball so that her grandson could put it in the apple. Then I then I also started thinking about how old I am compared to baseball players. I'm like, I wonder if I'm as old as his grandmother. <laughs> well, not quite. <laughs> Brandon Belt's grandmother. But in some cases, you're definitely older than their parents. Oh, for sure. You're in. Be- I would say you're in between. Oh, I'll give you one. Um, I know Michael Conforto's mom. I have to be older than her because I've seen her. She's uh, good looking. You uh, probably well, you might be. Well, Conforto's got to be what 26 now. Yeah. yeah. You, you know what? Yeah. I'm probably older than the mom. You might be. Now they have the kid in Tampa who's playing shortstop. I think he's 19. Oh, I'm definitely so could be it's his grandfather. Possible that you could be his grandfather. I'm pretty sure. Hmm. I think he's not. Maybe I, maybe he's a little older than that. He's got, how about that? I would be a grandfather if my grandson was in Major League Baseball. I'd be cool. No, I'm going to get this because I want to know if, I know his name. Let's see, is Juan, what the hell is his name? Is Gabe Kapler the dude who was in uh, Philly who's muscular? Yes, Yes, absolutely. He's doing quite well, isn't he? Works out, yeah. Yeah, he's doing great. And you know know what's amazing about the Giants, which they said um, right before the game began, which fascinated me, they have... They've scored 53% of their runs this season by way of home run. That usually doesn't translate in the postseason, but my God, they win a lot of games this team. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty oh, good. Yeah. So, nose pitching tonight, uh, Johnny Cueto for the uh, Giants. Okay. I like that dude. He used yeah. to pitch on the Reds. Johnny Cueto, yes. Yeah. Is he still good? He is good. Wander Franco, by the way, is the kid I'm talking about from the race. Sorry, it took me a minute. Wander Franco? He just turned 20. Oh, right. How so old am 20, I? I'll be 52, mm, so he would have been 32. I could have been 32 years old when I had him. Well, as a father, I was thinking about a, a grandfather. Father. You couldn't be his grandfather. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Let's 20, hold on, Jerry. Seven, no, because even, even if his parents had him at 17 or 18, 38, no. So you're in between the okay. whole parent thing. I could definitely be father's. Father to major league ball players, hundred uh, percent. Oh, absolutely, you could. A lot of, almost all of them. All of them, even a thirty-year-old. Well, for real. Yeah, that's true. That's weird, isn't it? 
Yeah. Does it make you feel old? I could be the father to a baseball player who's retiring. Probably. Yeah. Because if you retire at 32, 33. Yeah. Like Freddie Freeman, not that he's retiring. I think he's only 31, I think. He's had a nice nine, ten-year career already. He could you be already. You are the father. Oh, yeah. I think theoretically the you could be Freddie Freeman's dad. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. I am the father. It's weird, isn't it? I would love if my son made millions of dollars playing baseball. Then I'd go right on Maury. You don't take have the a pa- son. Take the paternity test. I'd be like, I am the father. Right. You owe me cash. Have you ever been told you are a potential father? No. So that's never, like, the idea of you being a dad has never even come. Nope. Never. Nope. Never got that phone call, hey, I'm. No. Late. Nope. You and me, like, a month ago, remember? No. No, huh? Never happened, Jerry. Hmm. Even though I'm pretty sure I have super sperm. Yeah, well, clearly you don't because you didn't penetrate anything. You know, in terms of the egg. The egg, yeah. Right. So, I don't know. Boy, your face just lit up when I said that. Yeah. We were talking about sperm and the egg. Right, sperm and the egg. So, yeah. Well, whatever. Anyhow. So, yes, Johnny Cueto is still a pretty good pitcher, even at this advanced age. What about my man Taiwan Walker for the Mets? Do you like them tonight, Jerry? No, I'm not touching. You know, I'm done with the Mets. You're done with them? I'm finished. They didn't come out. They win in, so, two games they win. They win in San Francisco. And, you know, Mr. Rojas, who I happen to like, but, oh, we got momentum now going into L.A. Loss, loss, loss. All right, fine. They win the (laughs) final game. We got momentum going home, little off day. And not only do they lose, they get embarrassed. I'm out. I'm out. I'm betting the Mets. You're done done with the Mets. I think I'm just going to bet the Yankees to win the rest of the season, every game. You you can't go wrong. Because even you might lose a couple of those. I don't know how you could go wrong. Like, why could, like, okay, let's think about this. The problem is the odds are not in your favor. You got to bet a lot to win Right. That is the problem. Now, that having been said, even betting a lot, I mean, who knew? This is the whole Biff Tanner thing. If you go back in the last 11 games, you'd be up a lot of money just betting them on the money line. Sure would. If if you were betting good. Now, I do think last night, I'm pretty sure they were a plus bet last night. The Braves were favored last night. Is that right? Yes, they were. Now, going into Oakland, interesting. Oakland gives them some trouble. West Coast, 11-game winning streak at some point you would think. But then again, you would think the Orioles would win a game at some point. They lost again. And they got smoked by the Angels. So those games start in Oakland tomorrow night. Nothing yeah. tonight for the Yankees. Correct. So tomorrow, Boomer and G can talk about the Mets. <laughs> tomorrow will be a big Mets that game. Sucks. Taiwan Walker, Johnny Cueto. Because you're at the point now in August and going into September. The Mets are essentially, they've really made themselves irrelevant until they win four or five games in a row. Um so you're at the point where you really want to talk about the Yankees most days. So when you have these rare off days, that sucks the next day. We talk right, about Johnny st- Cueto tomorrow. You're stuck with the Mets. Here's what, what you, you hope, hope for: a no hitter. You hope something weird happens. Yeah, like the Mets score a run, or Francisco Lindor does something weird. Base hit. <laughs> That'd be nice. Like if he does something weird and gets a hit. Like Todd Zeal before the game last night. He's like, yeah, it's a shame about the injury, and you know he's got to be careful with the oblique. All makes all. I get it. I understand all of it. Then he's like, but if you really look at his splits, his first seventy something games, he was awful. But boy, he had two eighty eight in his last twenty games. Great. I mean, come on. Hey, now he's missed a month. I mean, what did you expect last night? Nothing. Ungats. He stinks, Jerry. Ungats. I mean, yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. I did see uh, ESPN put out another trailer for the Mets thirty for thirty. Bad job by them. Once upon a time in Queens. Bad job. They have weird 
people in the documentary commenting on the Mets. Yeah, what's that show that all that SNY put all the people on? Remember that show they had? Yeah, where they I, were talking about the And different... they put everybody and their brother on. Right. That's what this looks like. I saw Bill it. Burr. Right. Bill Burr. <laughs> Which is fine, I guess. Baba Booey. Okay. John McEnroe. I don't, okay. I mean, get lost with him. Who cares? I know where you're going. Honestly, who cares about John McEnroe anymore? Tennis fans. I don't think they do. There are no tennis fans. <laughs> there are tennis fans. And then Cindy Lauper. I don't understand that. What was that she one? doing in there? I don't know. I guess because she was a hit and she was popular back then. Okay. Why so they, they, they were her like, up? Let's and plus, she does those commercials. Know what I like about those commercials she does for some skin uh, yeah. medicine? Is she doesn't say, I'm rocker, Cindy no, Lauper. No, she doesn't. They put it, they do it. Actually, it might not even be on the thing. It's it just not, says Cindy. Oh, the print is on there? Yeah, but just Cindy. Yeah. Just like everybody else is like a regular person. She's in getting there. paid, though. Oh, for sure. Right. They're like, we're going to pretend you're just a regular person, Cindy Lauper. But, like, was there anything in that trailer that says, I got to watch this? No. Nothing. You're right. You're right. Was there was the nothing. the same thing. Oh, they drank a lot. Okay. Wow. They talked to Lenny Dykstra. We put the S in speed. Okay. Right. I mean, you're they right. drank I, a lot. I had high hopes, but seeing this next trailer with the people they chose. And I got to tell you, I fooled for the malice of the pal. I got fooled by that. Yeah. I watched it. I learned nothing. I really didn't. Am I really going to dedicate my time to this now? So what you're saying, Jerry, is fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. Didn't George Bush screw that phrase up? Yeah. He said fool. (laughs) Yeah. He said fool me once, shame on you. Right. Fool me twice. Well, you won't get fooled again. (laughs) (laughs) He was thinking about the Who songs. He was just listening to. Right, but there was also like a long pause. Long pause. (laughs) Like he was like, "Uh where am I going here? Michael Moore put that in that 9-11 documentary. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah, he goes, uh, there's an old saying. (laughs) (laughs) Fool me once, then long pause. Shame. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Well, you won't get fooled again. (laughs) Yeah. That was actually pretty funny. <laughs> that was great. Oh, man, that's funny. Anyways, yeah, I will not get fooled again. Yeah. So I don't think I'll yeah. be watching Plus, that. that's a four-hour documentary. Yeah, that's enough. I watched one yesterday that made my skin crawl, and I didn't see the end of it. What was this one about? It was The Devil Next Door. About... Oh, that's a great one, Jerry. No, I didn't, I've, I've only gotten through two, uh, the first episode, and I got through much of the second. But again, I got to the point, I'm like, all right, it's an hour and a half. Netflix. I, that's enough. Yeah. Yeah, that's a and, good one. And I, it's funny because I hit play on accident. Um, I was trying to go to Cocaine Cowboys. <laughs> you wanted that instead? Well, it you... looked interesting to me, and I hit the button on the wrong one, and I'm like, oh, and then I saw what it was. I'm like, oh, you Wait, know what? which one is Devil? What's it called? Devil? Devil Next Door. I know I saw it. It was I the one on uh, Yvonne the Terrible. Oh, yeah, I shut that off. Okay. It was I really interest. No, it's, I mean, it's disturbing, but yeah. it, to me, it's very interesting. What were you thinking of? I was thinking the Devil of Devil Wears Prada. No, there's <laughs> there's one called I think American Monster. Okay, that one's a crazy one. But yeah, this one that you're talking about was it's hard. Ivan the Terrible. Yeah, who was in? Uh, uh, he was a Ukrainian immigrant, but he was he was one in of Poland at the death camps at the death camps. It's and was just crazy living a normal life. Yeah, in like Married Cleveland. Kids. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. Looked like a nice church going guy. Worked at the Ford plant. I mean, it was. It's disturbing. It's I, but again, I haven't seen all of it. I just saw the first episode and I saw part of the second. But I, I, an hour and a half. I got when your nickname's something. Ivan the Terrible. Not good. Uh, no, I would say I would say not, not good. good at all. all right, five eighteen. Just getting started. We got Boomer joining us. Top of the hour. Got a lot more to do, including the Yankees, who continue to roll, continue to roll, continue to roll. 
Uh, warm-up show till 6 right here on The Fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. That's Charlie Watts, Jerry. I hear you. Button your lip. This is, by the way, when this album came out in 1989, we were all like, the Rolling Stones are still making records? And it was successful. Yeah. How about that? Steel Wheels. That's 11. That's 33 years ago. (laughs) Right. Back then, we were like, these guys are old. (laughs) What are they still doing making records? Right. And if you think they were only in their 50s. Yeah. No. 40s. 40s. Oh, God. But 47. That's where I am now. Button your lip, baby. Which is younger than you are now. Yeah. It's so, oh, it's depressing. Yeah, it's very strange, uh, the, 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 That's depressing. The Mets are depressing. You know who's not depressing? The Yankees. The Yankees are Just not saying. depressing, Not depressing. Jerry. Not that we have to talk about them right now, but, I mean, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good, Jerry. 11 straight wins, man. Pretty good. Yeah. There was a, uh, I didn't watch this last night, but I am going to go back and watch it. What's that? The Mets or Yankees? <laughs> Those games have passed, Jerry. Sports Center, <laughs> no, no, but sports related, somewhat, <laughs> kind of, okay, kind of. Real sports on HBO last night ran a segment on something that I know about because I listened to a podcast about this by a guy named Sam Harris that I like. But that's the boar guy, right? Which guy? He's a boar fest. You don't like him. He's very slow. Yeah, <laughs> but HBO's Real Sports profiled. You look like Mister Electric. <laughs> HBO Real Sports profiled uh, Gracie Jiu-Jitsu. Oh, okay, cool. Brazilian. They're I like, would be into that. They're like the main people who who do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, yeah. and they did a whole thing on Real Sports profiling how they're trying to uh, do this thing across the country where they teach Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu to police officers. Awesome. So then uh, we have less. Um, they can de-escalate situations. Exactly. Jerry, I mean, you're still using holds. force, but maybe you don't have to use weapons because if right. you learn that, man, right? You are you're not indestructible, that's for sure. But you're you're close if you're an expert in that, right? And then talk about how you can disarm people, how you put them in holds. Yeah, no pressure points, them. knock them out. Yeah, things like that. Man, I know, I know. This kills you, and I still don't understand what you're doing with your time. And why you haven't signed up somewhere? Not learning Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, I'm which you, I should you would be. Love it, and I, I'll tell you another thing too. I mean, it sounds ridiculous when you look at you, but I understand your whole peanut butter, peanut butter belly situation. Yeah, that will be gone in two weeks. A peanut butter belly will be gone if from Brazilian Brazil- Jiu-Jitsu. I'm telling you, if you went there, let's say three days a week for real, for an hour. I'm not saying every day. If you did three days a week for an hour, it would be gone in two weeks. What if I did this, Jerry? I Sign up for a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Gracie School. Then I become a police officer as well. Good. You can retire. Let's see, you're 52. You can retire at 77. As a police officer? I think. Get yeah, a it used to be well. 20 years. I think it's, is it 25? Maybe it is still 20. So perhaps you could still retire in your early 70s. Well, I would use my Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu when I pulled people over just for traffic. I'd be like, realize this is a registration. Whoosh, put them in a hold. Why don't you do that? And you can retire really in three months <laughs> without pay. We got to let you go. You're, disgraced. You're Brazilian jiu-jitsuing people. 
I do think it's a great idea, though. Me I mean, too. I feel like everybody should know that. Yes. But then we'd all be even playing field. Yeah, I understand. You know it's how confident just... I would be walking from my car to the building if I knew Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Jerry? You mean those 20 feet? <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I saw Eddie out there today, and I got a close spot. Well, we always get close spots not now always. because it, the construction's over. Go, it goes in waves. Again, not be really. Some not anymore. Go, I need to know Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Jerry, if I'm going to be walking the streets of New York. If I knew that, I would I would take the subway right now. No, you wouldn't. And I would look for I trouble. I actually don't think you would do that. I would look to be a hero. Uh, I'd be like, I oh, really? You're bothering that. an old lady? I think you would look to be a hero in Bradley Beach. I don't think you would look to do it in Manhattan. Hmm. I don't. Because you, you don't need to run into a... Well, as much as you might know... I don't think you want to run into a pack of teens, as you call it. Not a pack of teens. Knife-wielding teens. That I don't want. Well, I mean, you never know. But I saw, one, I saw and you're watching this happen? I am. <laughs> I saw a group of kids at 3, what time was it, 3.50 this morning? A group of teenagers? I mean, like, well, go home. Yeah. Could you and I have Brazilian jiu-jitsu no. them no, together? No, nine of them. No, I don't think so. What if you took five and I took four? How about no? How about just do it in Bradley Beach? Jiu-jitsu. Retire. Here's what you here's here's your future, okay? All right. You are going to learn Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Correct. You're going to become an expert in black it. belt. You're going to open up your coffee shop mm-hmm. with kick-ass Wi-Fi that I will provide. Okay. In Bradley Beach or a surrounding town, mm-hmm. and you are going to live a happy hero life. Yeah. And you're never going to step foot in New York City again. Remember in one of these uh, podcasts we did when I was talking about Brazilian jiu-jitsu and I said I wanted to get like a bumper sticker for my car so that people yeah. thought I knew it. Yeah. Some people sent me some 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 bumper decals. Stickers. Well, decals. Nice. Where it looks like I know. I'm, I'm thinking of getting one and putting it on the back of my car. Go for it. And then when a Brazilian jiu-jitsu guy sees that and wants to challenge you, that'll be the end of no. you. That's the thing, Jerry. Us Brazilian oh, oh God. jiu-jitsu, uh-huh. until you we get don't out of the challenge car. each other. Until you get out of the car and like, there's no way he knows Brazilian jiu-jitsu. <laughs> I would just be like, I bought this car used <laughs> from a Brazilian jiu-jitsu guy. <laughs> yeah, so that's on HBO Real Sports if you want to check oh, that out. Is your son doing uh, jiu-jitsu? <laughs> <laughs> yes, my grandson. I've, I take my grandson to Brazilian jiu-jitsu. <laughs> Jerry, let's do a buzz, no buzz real oh, quickly. Like buzz, buzz, no buzz. We haven't had buzz, no buzz in a while. It's been a buzz, no buzz. Tell me what's happening. What's up? Since it's been a while, Jerry, I give you a topic and you tell me if there was, if there is or was buzz around it. If or was. Okay. Right. Because this uh, actually has passed already. All right. I would say the Super Bowl had buzz because Tom Brady was in it. And yeah, I would this say This so. is uh, not that far past. Oh, okay. Buzz no buzz, Jerry. Stephen A. Smith hosted Jimmy Kimmel Live. When? Exactly. Did he really? Yeah. Like a night or two nights ago. Oh, okay. We work in sports. Yeah, but... In fairness, this goes back to what we always talk about. I don't watch it. I, I don't watch late night shows, and I don't really right, but know there's no about buzz them. around them. No, clearly, I had no idea he did it. Well, let's extrapolate that to all of late night television. Yes, no buzz. No, right? There no, is no not. buzz to all of late Jimmy night television. Jimmy Fallon's really funny, but if I don't see something go viral, you don't, don't see it. No, I, I mean, know. now in fairness, too, we get up at two o'clock in the morning. None of us are up at eleven thirty. But but there's no buzz like no it doesn't for seem something like it. to have buzz you wouldn't even have to be watching it and I'll come back to what I've always asked you and they make thirty million dollars a year yes I don't I don't understand it me neither but okay hey good for you so we're gonna go no buzz on that and then also another Stephen A Smith news I see that Max Kellerman is out on the first take yeah and Michael Irvin could be replacing him okay that'd be fiery Jerry uh yeah. 
I don't know if there's buzz to it, but I mean, I again, a show I don't watch. I don't know. I wonder if they'd want me on about my Brazilian jiu-jitsu expertise. They would look at you and laugh. You don't know that. About Brazilian jiu-jitsu? We don't know that, You'd Jerry. have to demonstrate. Yeah, that would be a problem. If I could just learn a few moves. Unless you'd listen to me and actually go learn it. If I could just learn a few moves, Jerry. The beauty for you is you could literally decide that you want to go anytime between noon and 6 p.m. every day. Right. <laughs> do, you have any, do you have any openings in the following six to eight hour chunk? Every day I'm available. Every day. <laughs> Except Friday. I like that my pizza and my beer at four. Yeah. I like so the, Friday's got to be earlier. That early. My Lord. I mean, you have the pick of the litter. You could do whatever you want. Hmm. And Jerry, you know how I love 80s sports. You love everything 80s. 80s I see music, 80s Cliff, sports. Cliff Branch. And Dick Vermeil are up for the Football Hall of Fame class. You know, I this thought year. Dick Vermeil was in already. Me too. I was actually surprised when I saw. That I guy don't was know in why. the Super Bowl with the Eagles and the Rams. I don't know why. And he did a good job in Kansas City. Yeah, I was, I in was Kansas actually, City, I was Jerry. surprised he wasn't in already. I don't know why I thought he was, and I actually thought Cliff Branch was too. Cliff Branch, who Jerry, I don't know if you know this, he played for the Raiders. Yes, wide receiver for the Raiders. I was aware. I used to love Cliff Branch. Why? Because well, you weren't 80s. a Raiders fan. I know, but you feared the Raiders back then in the eighties. Were you a fan of Lyle Alzado too? No, I didn't care for him. Well, why not? He was on the he was in the Raiders in the eighties. Yeah, I didn't like those linemen types. I liked uh, Cliff Branch. I loved Dave Casper, the Ghost. I don't get you. I do not get you. <laughs> I, on any level, do I understand you? I, Jim Plunkett. Okay. So the Cowboys played the Raiders. Who you rooting for Cowboys. back when you were a kid? Cowboys. But you loved Dave Casper. But Cliff I loved and I, and I loved logos when I was a kid. Well, like everybody I loved, loved all those. those logos. I used right? to draw them. Yeah. And then color them in and hang them on my wall. Is that right? I did. It's uh, hockey ones actually. More hockey so. logos. Yeah. The the coolest one I ever did because I nailed it was the Hartford Whalers. Mm. I don't know why that with the green. It just I did that one you well drew for some reason. Freehand, Jerry? I did. Well, I traced, and then I would try and do it freehand after I traced it because I felt like I had it down. Mm -hmm. And it was close. It was never as good as tracing, of course. But I could get it close. And I, that when the Hartford Whaler one hung on my wall for a long time. And I wasn't a Hartford Whalers fan. Strange. But you liked the logo. I did. I did like the logo, yeah. I'm going to ask a weird question. Yeah. But I want a real answer. Okay. Did you ever draw a naked woman? Probably. Yeah, I did too. I don't. I mean, I don't remember. I certainly didn't hang it up. But yeah, I probably sure. Yeah. Isn't that weird? I'm we probably all... a naked dude, too, I'm sure. You drew a naked man? Probably. As a, maybe, yeah. I, I definitely remember. remember drawing naked women. Oh, yeah. With the curves? Yeah. And the and boobs? The boobs. <laughs> and the nipples? <laughs> well, that was a dot. Right. I mean, what else were you doing? Oh, I wonder God. if my mother ever found those. <laughs> Honey. <laughs> We've got a weirdo in the house. <laughs> he's drawing nude women. And guess what? In 42 years, he's going to be sitting there staring at women in bikinis in his, with his binoculars. Oh, there were women out in chikinis yesterday, Jerry. Yeah, it was 90 degrees yeah, in August. I would sure hope so. it was 90 degrees in August. It was hot in Bradley Beach. Chikinis, Jerry. Have your feet touched the sand yet during the day? Uh, during the day? Yes. Yeah, once this summer. Once? Once. You live 35 feet from the ocean. Yeah. How? Because I like to see the ocean. I don't like to be on the ocean. We got to take a break. 536. More to do, including Boomer at the top. It's the warm-up show till 6 on the fan.
What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Alright, so here we go. We got a quarter to six. It's Al's tribute to the Rolling Stones and the drummer that passed away. Charlie Watts is one of those drummers where it makes it look like you could drum. How so? Well, because he's so relaxed. Oh. I've I've never tried playing drums. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I shouldn't say that. Every kid is I sat down and just wailed away, but actually trying to play him never. Do you consider yourself a good drummer on your steering wheel? Uh, no home. better than anybody else, no. Average drummer on the steering yeah, wheel? Yeah. But no you will drum anybody. on the steering wheel. Uh, for sure. Who doesn't? I don't know. I, I do for sure. I sometimes play bass on the on the steering wheel as well with these fingers. Okay. Well, you, like also, you also tried playing guitar for a while. I cannot figure and the that piano. out. The piano I could do better than the guitar. The guitar I cannot figure out. I hear you. I've tried so many times. It's just not happening. Do you own me. an electric guitar? I don't. Bass uh, guitar? Uh, nope. Oh. So where'd you try it? In the store? No, I ha- I did you own did guitars, oh, okay. and I ended up selling them. Got it. When I moved from uh, Basking Ridge, I sold my multiple guitars that I had that I couldn't play. Wow. Well, yeah. what a waste of money. Did you get money, your money back, or did you lose on that deal? No, I lost money on right. that deal. Okay. As you always do when you sell used equipment. Yeah, for But I was happy part. to get something. As long as you get some use out of it. I, got, I did get some use out of it. I bought the guitar initially when I was working at WNEW and Opie and Anthony got fired and I thought I was going to lose my job. I was going to be like, I got to have something to do all day. Would you think you're going to go play clubs on Friday night? <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought I was going to have plenty of time during the day to play, to learn the guitar. Uh, fans join us at the uh, the main stage at the Stone Pony for Al Dukes. <laughs> <laughs> all out of tune and out of sync. <laughs> You can open up for David Lee Roth. That's right, me and Diamond Dave. That's right. Jerry, I see Zach Britton. I mean, need Tommy John surgery. Yeah, I mean, listen. What we, what's, what's up with that? Anytime a pitcher goes on the IL and they say it's elbow or forearm related, oh. I mean, that's that's the fear. So, And I'll tell you, he's had a bad season. Yeah. At least you start to understand what the problem has been. He's not fully right. And you think uh, Raldis Chapman stinks now too, I, right? I, I actually believe, and this will be a lot of the open with Boomer, at least from my standpoint. Is that right? There's a lot of good for the Yankees. I mean, if you have 15 topics, 14 of them are outstanding. The 15th is a problem, and that is who's going to close games in September and October, and I don't know that it's him right now. What about Chad Green? I like that dude. See, I, I'm going to go back to what I said yesterday in Loisica. I just think Loisica has got strikeout stuff. He seems cool, calm, and collected. And you could also go closer by committee if you want to go Green Loisica. I mean, you could do that too. I just I don't know that you can trust him in a big spot because he struggled. Here's what I know about watching Chapman the last several weeks or months, whatever you want to say, maybe even all season. His go-to pitch has become the slider because he's really having trouble with the fastball. So I don't know. It's a problem. We'll get into it with Boomer at the top for sure. And he walked in a run last night. Yeah, he did. I sure mean, did. that stinks. Now, and what's interesting is he had Ozzie Albies. It looked like the game was over, but... 
you call a foul ball, like, okay, I guess. And I don't know how you can overturn it, which is part of the problem. But, you know, he was close to getting out of it. But a lot of the problem is his own mess. Just can't throw strikes. So, and and not to be, and Eddie, help me out here too. So the Atlanta Braves are not changing their name in any way, shape, or form the way the Cleveland Indians are changing their name to the Guardians. Like, that is still going to be the Atlanta Braves. As far as I know. And so last night when Wandy Peralta is coming in and they dim the lights and they're doing the chant, that's okay? I mean, I... Yeah, it's a little strange. Like, that, why is that okay but not the other? I thought I know those the, chants were supposed to be out now. Yeah, I thought so too. Well, I know the Cleveland Indians logo was was offensive to people. Right. And uh, But I don't know if the Braves don't... You don't have that logo anymore, right? They used to have... Uh, Chief uh, Nakahoma. Chief Nakahoma, yeah, meaning like knock a home run. Yes, I don't know. I'm offended. He used to come out of a teepee. um, right. After they hit a home run, is that right? Right. Chief Nakahoma. But I thought I was really surprised. We're not watching the Braves every night, so what do I know? We used to when they were on TBS, and right, and the Braves logo is a hatchet. Right. I don't know. I I was I was just surprised. You were thrown off a little bit by that. I was. Yeah, I was. But and Peralta comes in, he get, you know, he's got Freddie Freeman. You know, I don't know if you saw the at-bat, but he goes 3-1 on Freeman with the bases loaded, and they're only up a run. And you give Freeman a lot of credit. He fouled off four or five pitches and kept making him throw 3-2 three, pitches, 3-2 three, pitches, 3-2. And then he finally, you know, fly ball, whatever you want to go, love, fly ball to left field. That ends the game. So he did the job as he's punching himself in the face to come onto the mound, which is always funny. <laughs> it was slapping himself. They call that walking the tightrope, Jerry. Uh, he was walking the tightrope for sure. So, but he he got away with it. And Freeman, you know, it's interesting too because they show the graphic. Not that it's a big sample size; it's only five at bats. But Freeman was three for five against Peralta, with a double or two. I forget. Yeah, I like this Peralta. I don't know that he's the guy I would go to clip to close no, games. Chad I would Green. still go to well, you go to Green, I go to Loisaga. But either way, I don't know that it's going to be Chapman. I love that Chad Green pitch that goes whoop. Was that like a curveball? Probably. It goes like new to baseball, Al. <laughs> well, there's so many, so many. There are, I know. There's, there's a curveball, slider, there's the curve splitter, ball, the slider. I know. It's just, just one that goes yeah. whoop. I like when the announcer just says it's a breaking ball. Yeah, breaking. That's ball. just the easiest way. to I like that. I'm also fascinated too. Like the announcers are in the booth, and maybe they're calling games off the TV. I don't know. I but I always assume they're actually watching the game live. Um, and and I know for right now the Yankee broadcasters are not there, so they are calling off a monitor. But even at home games. They'll like see a pitch and they'll be like, oh, that's strike splitter. What? How do you know? Yes. Like, or it looked like a slider. They call it something else. Like, are they just guessing? I would think so. It's they all so look weird. very similar. And they say it also very confidently. Yeah. I guess that's the way, that's the trick. If you say it confidently, we believe you. Well, I think that's the trick in a lot of different cases. You go have an interview, be confident. Right. You're going to lie, act, be confident. Act like you've been there. Uh, yes. Screw up, just keep going and keep act confident. Keep rolling like you, like you know it. That is exactly right. You have time for one more or should take a break now, Eddie? Let's uh, take a break. Oh, All right, we'll do that. We'll I have a it. fun story about a, a woman banned from a zoo. She, what, she sings in the zoo? Her no, band? she's banned. Like, she's oh, not she allowed got banned. in the zoo anymore. All right, so for we'll do that. For a weird reason. Coming up next, and then, of course, Boomer at the top on a Wednesday. Pretty wild, actually. And now we have an Odyssey Sports Minute by Amy Lawrence. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. 
The superheroes of WFAN. Right, a couple more minutes. Uh, hey, what, what's new? The Yankees won. And what's new? Mets lost. Okay, well, there you have it. What else, Al? Jerry, there's a woman that has been banned from a Belgian zoo. Why do these... Uh, how about the Bronx Zoo? Belgium? Well, that's where this is. This is this just happened to be happening at the Belgian Zoo. What'd she do? The owners of the zoo felt her relationship with one of the chimps had gone too far. <laughs> does she? <laughs> does she work there? No, she's a visitor. So she just showed up every day. Every day, and got she have a job. Uh, they didn't say, but she got too close to one chimp. How do you get close to a chimp in a zoo if you're not actually with the chimp in the zoo? They said that she communicates with the chimp so much every day that the chimp is not interacting with the other chimpanzees enough. I think we should take the iPhone away from the chimp. And she's very upset. Well, okay. That she can't. Now, they said she's never physically touched the, the chimpanzee. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but they do find it very bizarre, you think? her relationship with the chimpanzee. You ever have a weird relationship with an animal? No. You and Whimsy haven't done anything weird together? <laughs> Never had a weird relationship I mean, you with talk, an animal. All right, prior to Whimsy to yeah. and post your childhood dog, you ever talk to an animal the way you talk to Whimsy? No. You talk to Whimsy like he's a person? Yes. Right. So, and I have talked to all my dogs that way. Right. But her more so because it's just her and I in the house. Yes. <laughs> Two be, peas in a pod. <laughs> yeah. But I'll just talk out loud to her. Like, I'll be like, time for a turkey sandwich. <laughs> and, and, and Whimsy said, dork. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't speak, Jerry. <laughs> Why? Well, time out. You paid to go find someone that actually knew what the dog was thinking. Oh, the and dog. And you're going to tell me the dog's not thinking dork? She does give me the look like you are a dork. (laughs) Dork, get ready to be woken up at 11 (laughs) o'clock. Last night I was cleaning up dog vomit at 1.15 a.m. Wow. It smelled so bad. Yeah, I'm sure it did. She's got to stop eating the grass. She doesn't eat her own stuff, does she? No, no, no. Because some dogs do that. No, I know. I am aware. I got lucky there. WFAN and WFAN-FM, New York and Odyssey Station. The fan is on your smart speaker. To listen to the home of New York sports, just say, Alexa, play WFAN.